Family from the Heart, podcast episode number 17. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And today we are coming to you with a special episode of Family from the Heart. Uh, We'll talk about that in just a little bit more in just a second, why it's so special. Uh, It is the first in, this is the first time for uh, Family from the Heart that this has occurred uh, but we'll talk about it in just a moment. Stephanie's almost, she's like, I thought I knew what he was talking about. But I don't know. I she's give clueless. Up. That's okay. We'll talk about it in just, just a second. Just hurry up so I can finish my book. Okay. I'm on chapter 33 of 40. Okay. And I plan on finishing it today. All right. Very cool. <laughs> well, I'm sorry if I interrupted your no, reading. No, I'm just... I'm, you sound a little off-putting there. Well, I just finished a chapter, so I'm, I'm having to come out of that world and, and join you here. Gotcha. Well, anyway, you don't read books like this, so you don't. What kind of book is it? It's it's just a it's just a, um. <laughs> now my, I cannot function. It, it's just a novel. It's just a story. Okay. But I'm stuck in their lives right now. Gotcha. You know? And thinking about wow, this girl is making some really bad choices. She's. What's the title you, of the book? Wanna, it's um. It's called Covenant Child. It's by by Terry Blackstock and um, I was talking to Sarah the other day just about what was going on in my head and in my heart and um, she said I have these two books that I want you to read and I'll drop them off and um, and, and put them you know because we were not here yesterday so she said I'll drop them off in a bag and and put them on the on the porch and I said okay well um, Megan found them this morning and so I started one of them at about one o'clock this afternoon (laughs) and I've been reading ever since and um it's this it's this great story well so far it's been a hard story because these two girls they're twin girls um they they their dad died in in a plane accident and um their grandparents died also turns out these two little girls are heiresses to this um multi-billion dollar company but because their maternal grandparents were greedy, um, they snatched up custody of them hoping to to get the money. And they didn't get the money. And these girls grew up very poor and unloved. And so anyway, it's just about their their journey and their story. Gotcha. And so I've asked you to disengage after 33 back-to-back chapters. Exactly. Since one o'clock. So within the last nine hours. I did take a break hours. to feed my family. Yeah. And uh, so but, in seven hours, you pretty much have read 33 chapters. Yeah. That is incredible. And well, what time is it now? I don't know. It's uh, 10, well, 13. It's 10. Okay. And I started about, yeah, so, yeah, that's, that's right. I, you know, I know I'm not great at math, but I think I got that one right. Okay. All right. But anyway, before we get into today's topic, I do want to do something special. I do do. Uh-uh, that was you, not me. I know. <laughs> I do want to do something special. You've got that stuck in my head now. I'll never watch Friends again. Oh, come on. Anyway. Tell us all about your duties. <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> so anyway, what we have on the uh, what As we a, have on the line. What we have on the line. <laughs> Who we have on the line. We have somebody special on the line with us. I know. And I almost don't want to talk to her. Why? Because I want to be there with her on the phone and not just talk to her and hear about what a great time she's having. 
Oh, just, well, it's not just her; it's everybody. I know that's the point. <laughs> so let let me go ahead and set up this phone call real quickly, okay? Because there are a lot of people who listen to Family from the Heart that haven't really listened to a lot of the other shows yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a few of them out there. So anyway, Stephanie and I produce a lot of shows, and we've been doing this since December of two thousand five. And from that time, we've kind of uh, had this community that has developed from the relationships that we've made with our listeners, basically interacting with them through email, through phone calls, through through, live shows shows and the chat rooms, uh, really strengthening and building relationships is what we've had as a desired goal from day one. Right. And anyway, something happened that we never could have dreamed of back then. But there were four girls who lived in four different places in the United States in three different time zones, I exactly. believe. And these four ladies probably would have never met uh, under any other circumstances. But eat, they, these four ladies had one thing in common, and that was that they listened to GSPN.TV podcasts. Poor ladies. Those I know. Poor girls. And and not only did, did they each listen to gspn.tv shows, but they all four became interactive with the community by, mm-hmm. you know, leaving feedback, calling into shows, joining the online forum. And I don't know how it all began, but something happened to where these four ladies developed such a close relationship that one day they decided that they would start a podcast. And that podcast is called Girls Night In. And you can podcast. find which you can find it at <laughs> girlsnightinpodcast.com. And what happened recently, as of this weekend, they decided, I think it's probably a month or two ago. It was a while back. They decided that they would have a meetup of the Girls Night In podcast community, which is is so awesome that they did this. And they're up in the Chicago area. And we're going to get a report from Kim right now, who is the leader of this this bunch of people. So, Kim, are you on the line? Hello there. Hello. How's it going? Oh, it's going great. How about you guys? We're doing good, except for the fact that we want to be in Chicago right now. We wish you were here. I think everybody agrees. Yay. So, <laughs> so, who, so how, many, nice. how many people do we have up there? Uh, currently about 10. Last night we had about 13 or 14 here. So That is amazing. So do you have the entire crew of the Girls' Night In podcast there? We have all four co-hosts here. Wonderful. And so tell us a little bit about what's going on so far. What did you guys do last night? Well, because our podcast revolves around reviewing movies and having fun and, you know, just kicking back and having random discussion as well. Uh, last night we got together and we all went out to dinner and then we went and saw the movie musical Mamma Mia and recorded the movie review last night, which will probably be coming out uh, this coming Wednesday. That is very cool. And uh, how was the movie? And uh, we've been playing games and just relaxing and having a good time. Okay. Can you? So, so what was the overall review of the movie? Was it a good one? Should we all go out and see it? Well, we. Well, I'm definitely interested in seeing what they had to say now. So, anyway, um, so what have you guys been up to today? What do you? What's going on this evening? 
I don't uh, think. Office Princess is actually uh, from Canada, and she does not have Panera Bread up where she's from. So that was our mission today was to take her to a Panera Bread. So that's where we went and had lunch. And uh, this afternoon we've been we have a big conference room where we've we've met in, and we've been playing games, and we had a catered meal, and been hanging out, having fun, playing music, and playing more games. It's just, we've been having a blast. That is awesome. And just so that we have everybody out there has an opportunity to to learn more about your podcast, just if you wouldn't mind, tell us what your podcast is, what it's all about, and where they can find you. All right. Well, uh, we are four, four women, but we call ourselves uh, the Girls' Night In because what we do is we review uh, one, one movie a month. And we don't all always have the opportunity to go out and see movies in the theater, so we kind of we stay in. That's why we call ourselves the Girls' Night In. We review a movie. Um, we have some questions that we ask every episode. We call them the "What If" questions, and man, do we get some crazy answers out of that from not only from the hosts but also from a huge audience that we have. That we get lots of response from them, and our audience is just hilarious. So uh, we have a lot of fun, and it's not just a movie review. It's, Turned in a little bit more of a of a comedy show, if I, if I have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but we record every other Wednesday, but uh, we release the show weekly, so we're pretty much out there all the time. www.girlsnightinpodcast.com. That's my one. <laughs> <laughs> and that was our podcast, Tim, because we have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, you guys have a wonderful evening, and uh, we'll be thinking about you guys while you're up there having lots and lots of fun. But uh, we really appreciate the fact that you guys took the time to give us a call while you're all together, and, and uh, we certainly wish we could have been there. Oh, well, maybe next time we can make it happen. All right. Absolutely. Well, you guys have a great evening. Thanks a lot. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> all righty. That was very cool to have them call in. That was cool. So anyway, that, you know, I really do enjoy this community and, you know, it just to know that something like what is happening there could happen as a result of the two of us sitting in front of a microphone, you know, not, you know, week after week is just amazing. Mm-hmm. And not that I give all of us, you know, you and I credit for everything. It's just I, I think that people basically desire community with one another they desire the ability to connect with other people with similar interests and passions. And what's amazing is the social media, the new media that we're involved in, it do, it really does allow for that to happen. Yeah. And and you remember in a recent episode of My Crazy Life, I played for you a little audio clip from the Catalyst podcast. Oh, yeah. So uh, what was that called? Do you remember? No. Let me check real quick because I I'm not gonna play this the, uh, the feedback again. But uh, let's see here. I'm gonna go to my crazy what, life. What the podcast was called? Yeah. Yeah. No, was I don't it, it wasn't monotone, was it? No, it was. No, a, it was the one before. <laughs> it was a talk with Stephanie. Yeah. So episode number uh, 248 of my crazy life. I encourage you to go and listen to that, especially if you can go to right around the end, like the last 10 or 15 minutes of episode 248. And we talked about this this uh, this Christian based leadership podcast where this guy basically ripped on Twitter right. and 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 said that Twitter should be banned. And 
in fact, it, you know, that's just absolutely ludicrous. I can't imagine that somebody would say that. And so I am, and and he's never been to the he's never even he's been, never to, the even been to the website. He's never tried the the technology. He's he's yeah. yeah. I'm gonna go completely off on it on uh, Tuesday on the about the church That'll podcast. So. Anyway, the, what, but what's amazing to me is what is going on in Chicago right now. That right there is why people and why churches and why ministries should be interested in this technology, this new media, this connecting, this community. I mean, that's what the church was started out with is right. community. But anyway, I digress. We we obviously talked about it on episode. What was that? What did I say? Two. Oh, Two something. Two seventy-seven. No, it was two forty-eight. <laughs> so I talked I just about make it there. Up numbers now and stuff like that. But uh, we're gonna also talk about it on other podcasts. Yeah. But this is family from the heart, and that's what, what I've been told. And so here we are. This is the and I told you at the beginning of the show. This is the first time on family from the heart this has ever happened. This is not the first time, however, on any of our shows that this has happened. And what is it that this is? Do you have any idea yet what I'm talking about? Life unscripted? I don't know. <laughs> that's it. No, that's that is totally it. This is life unscripted. The, which which is which is um the cover for we didn't prepare enough ahead of time. <laughs> exactly. That is exactly what it is. And so in essence what we want to say is that when we decided to go to a live format, or I'm sorry, not a live format, but a scheduled format for Family from the Heart, my biggest fear was that we would have a deadline of coming up to the recording of a Family from the Heart episode, and we will have not sufficiently been able to uh, prepare ourselves ahead of time. Now, luckily, there is no hard set, hard set, set in stone foundation for what the format of this podcast is. This podcast is quite literally just us, generally speaking, about family issues, uh, trying to bring in inspiration and encouragement to the situation of, of the relationships between husband and wife, about parenting issues, and well, pretty much we're only 17 episodes into this, so those are the two big <laughs> things we've covered to this state, but who knows what else we're going to do. But the thing is, is that... Uh, we typically like to read significant amounts of a, of a book that we're currently reading to help bring and share insights with you. But this week... But today I've been reading a significant amount of a different book. <laughs> and not to mention the fact that I took that we all took the day off. Yes, well, I took the day off yesterday right. and we all went and spent the most fabulous day at King's Island. The most exhaustingly fabulous day. <laughs> so... Bef- what we are going to cover something from the book because you did push play, right? You you unpause this, right? Yeah, yeah, we're still recording. Okay, good. Yeah, just, I don't want one of those. I don't want one of those looks in thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which trust me, people, I've gotten before. <laughs> no, we are we are totally totally recording right now. Okay, can I tell just while you're talking about King's Island? Can I just tell the cutest little story? Well, yeah, because we are going to talk about King's Island for a little oh, bit. Okay. we're going to well, deviate then- for just a moment. We're going to talk about just having, you know, the day where family's important and, and, and the time spent. We're going to share a little bit of that experience. Oh, okay. Because a majority of that's the reason why we're not as prepared today right. as I would have liked to have been. However, and then but we are going to share some good, insightful information from the book 
Creative Corrections, which is our book that we're currently going through. It is. So go ahead and start off with whatever you want to say about Kings Island. We'll just continue to Well, I was going to gonna start off with the end of the day. So if you wanted to start somewhere else. Then... Yeah, let's start off with the beginning of the day. Okay, go ahead. Well, let's start off with first, you know, the fact that we went. Now, <laughs> what is, uh, what's amazing is that I started a business on January 1st, 2008. Really? And I did. I didn't know that. Yeah. So is that why you're here all the time? <laughs> this is why I haven't been going to work every day, babe, <laughs> or outside of the house to work. Yeah. In fact, I'm. And <laughs> never mind. We won't get there. <laughs> what? I don't know. Just the prospect of where your mind was going, I thought. Was no, funny. I was just gonna say it's kind of. I was, well, I was gonna share that I only have so far today 368 steps on my <laughs> my pedometer. You know, because there's only 12 steps to get from, you know, I think it takes him 20 steps to get from the bed to his office. <laughs> but the thing is, no, I, I say that, and the reason why I stop myself from saying that is because, in essence, I've really been, like, rocking awesome on my my on phys- my week, physical right. activity. I've, I've uh, now, I'm now walking approximately 3.5 miles every single day and did it Monday through Friday of this week. And actually yesterday I walked, I think, like six, six miles, yeah. six and a half miles, something like that. So, uh, but it's just funny because today I kind of, you know, haven't gone and done, gone and done any walking. I, well, I okay. barely left the office today. Here's the, here's the thing, people. I put clothes on because Cliff has the camera on. I've been in my pajamas all day. <laughs> and at 948, I went and got dressed for the day. <laughs> So we, <laughs> so we could do a live show. So, because I knew he was doing a live show, I said, oh, well, I guess I got to go put clothes on. So, um, but I had my pedometer on this morning before I started reading. And I had about 350 steps somewhere around there. And then I started reading and I was, um, you know, turning and getting cozy in my chair so I could read. And it was poking me in my side. So I took it off. So i Probably got about fifteen hundred steps today. Yeah, would be my guess, but so not anyway, nearly as many as yesterday. Exactly. So basically, today what we're saying is we're recovering. <laughs> well, Stephanie was recovering from yesterday. I have been working all day, right. catching up from taking a day off. Right. But the whole place where I was going with starting this business is the fact that, you know, when I started this business, the first three months I literally worked from the time I woke up in the morning. Taking just a short break uh, for lunch and oftentimes bringing lunch down here to the studio while working and then taking a short break for dinner and then going back to work and sometimes working until two or three o'clock in the morning, which is extremely unhealthy. And I realized that. But I felt like because of the situation in which we started this business, starting it with no debt, not borrowing any money and having no real money in the pocket and no clients, I figured I need to do something to right, to right. work up and drum up some business. And so I worked day and night, seven days a week. And one of the things that I realized... Isn't there a country song called Eight Days a Week? I don't know. Maybe it's not country, but there's a song called Eight Days a Week. It could be. So then there came a time when I realized I could not do this anymore. This is just absolutely ridiculous. Eventually, I felt led to take one day a week off, which led us to taking to where I don't do any work on uh, Sundays. Sundays. Mm-hmm. 
then it slowly led me to the point where I needed to work out my schedule so that I had more time with the family. I realized, you know what, I'm not looking forward to the day when my kids graduate and I think, oh my gosh, how did they get this big? You know, right. I, I don't want that to happen. And so slowly I've been working things out and I, I just never dreamed. Can I hide down here until they graduate? <laughs> please? Stephanie. Pretty please? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll say more. They were in rare form today. They, they were tired and they were cranky. Cliff came up at one point and I said, do not bother them because they're getting along for like this five minutes because I'm sure that a shriek is going to come from that room at any moment. But um, they, they were each one fine individually. But when you put them all together, put it all together and what do you got? It wasn't pretty. Anyway, go ahead. So you took the time off. You took yesterday off. Well, we got up. We cleaned the house. Well, some of us got up and cleaned the house and, uh, and got ready and, and we headed out. Well, that, I, yeah, we can just skip the rest of the. Well, your you're from January to July story was getting really long. <laughs> I was just going to wrap it up by saying. <laughs> you didn't want to one day exactly. realize where I was all the just going to say that everything that I had been doing, led, especially with the Almost Daily Devotional and some other shows and books that I had been reading, led me to the point where it talked about greater balance in my life. <laughs> And so then we come to June. F- no, just kidding. <laughs> that, I just threw that in just to try you crazy. You're funny. But seriously, what I'm saying is that there are people out there that struggle with this. And, and this is very important to the whole story of family from the heart. I just want to, I know that it's taken me a long time to get there. And I do that sometimes. Sometimes? All the time. But just trust me when I say that I think it's important to tell people that with starting a business and stuff like that, you can get sucked into working around the clock day after day after day. And what I realized is there were two, actually three areas of my life that were significantly um, lacking any attention. It was my physical health, my spiritual health, and my family's health. Mm-hmm. And and that's what you know led to the need for this podcast and, and for me to be able to have an outlet to speak about these things. And I just want to say that my physical health, if you go to gspn.tv slash forum and you become a registered member, you can then see the health, fitness, and accountability section, which you can see my progress. Things have changed in my life when it comes to my physical health and the and the walking and stuff that I've been doing. Number two, if you check out gspn.tv and click on the Almost Daily Devotional, you'll be able to see how my spiritual life is changing and moving in the right direction. And then, of course, this of this podcast is a great way to find out what's changing in our family, and sometimes how we make some great movements forward, and some great, and sometimes we kind of just fall flat on our face. So, with all that, Stephanie, I just want to say it took a lot for me to get to the place and work up to the fact of taking a Friday, an entire day on a Friday, a weekday, and saying, you know what, I'm taking the entire day off. We're going to go spend a family day going out and doing something fun, and I'm not going to do work that entire day. Right. So, with that, I just wanted to say that that's what, I don't know, maybe, <laughs> maybe that was boring. All right, forget this. I'm tired. Now, look, you made everybody else go to bed. Well, oh, they're going to bed? <laughs> no, just one. Anyway, um, okay. but yeah, we, we had a great day yesterday. Um, 
I was very pleased when we got there um, to find out that McKenna was actually tall enough to ride the rides, which was one of my greatest fears that we were going to get there and she wasn't going to be big enough to do anything. Did we say where there is? No. We went to Kings Island. I don't know if we said it or not. <laughs> we just talked about it so much in other podcasts. And see, you did earlier. Okay, thank you, Brent. Okay. We did earlier. Okay. I'm sorry. We went to, to Kings Island. I won't Island, interrupt you anymore. Up, just north of Cincinnati, Ohio. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> it is our job to interrupt each other. I don't know about that. But um, in these podcasts, it is. Maybe. Yeah. It and adds entertainment value as all. Yes, well. it does. Although we're, it does, we're not really it, like this all the time. It does breed a little bit of the feedback that says, you guys should be more respectful. Don't you know that you're being an example to everybody? I'm blah, 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 blah. It's like, yes. Okay, so that's like one out of 100 people. I know. When the other 99 Actually, are, are, yeah, it's probably more like one out of 1,000 people. When the other are 999 are saying, wow, your relationship is something to aspire to. And yeah. Like, <laughs> if they only knew. <laughs> Seriously. No. No, we're we're kidding. Anyway, we had a great day. We um, you know, had the 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 most frustrating part while we were in the midst of it was, you know, we have three kids and they all wanted to do something different all at the same time and having to you know, it was a great lesson on compromise and taking turns and all that stuff and what I'm um, I'm no, I'm waiting for you to wait for some help here. Oh, well I, you're you're just starting out right in the middle there. That was the beginning. You don't remember the beginning? <laughs> I don't remember the big fight between all the different things that they wanted to do. Uh, I mean, you there must was have been hiding. No, wasn't <laughs> There was a couple times during the after. I think you had a lot of heat. I stood in line with the kids for a lot. Uh, for that little bill roller coaster. Yeah. I was in the kids with the line by in the line with the kids oh, yes, by myself a lot this is true. because McKenna couldn't ride that by herself so I rode it with her and uh well let's which let's, she loves well first of all let's let's start off with the fact that we we left at lunchtime <laughs> okay let's start there we left at lunchtime because <laughs> you're not like, our you're goal. already at the park and stuff I didn't think that getting there was all that exciting. <laughs> but it's it's a part of the story. Okay. So we, yeah, I'm just going to close this book because we ain't going to get to yes that tonight. We yes, we are. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> We're so going to get there, babe. Keep going. Hey. I'll catch up with you soon. Do you put your book down right now. <laughs> okay. All right. Left at lunchtime. Cliff was hungry. Well, I was cranky because I knocked my head on this stupid whiteboard back here. She did. <laughs> and I almost cursed out loud. It hurt so bad. Uh, and then I was just screaming, let's get out of this house. We've got to go right now. Well, the thing is, is we had planned on leaving <laughs> at like 930, 10 o'clock in the yeah. morning. And uh, <laughs> somebody kept getting distracted. I I had I had come down to release a podcast and to two podcasts two podcasts and to and to um send out an email to one of my clients. So the two podcasts got released. He comes back upstairs and goes, "Oh, I forgot to send out the email." The email. So, so comes back down, sends out the email. Yep. And so eventually, it came to the point where Stephanie kind of fed the kids some lunch. What? Ah, 
eventually it came to the point. <laughs> eventually, <laughs> eventually the kids started gnawing <laughs> on each other's arms. <laughs> Pretty much. So I fed them. Actually, it was kind of, it, they called it their breakfast because um, it was still like 10 in the morning at that point. But I fed them. And now granted, they hadn't seen you in like an hour. They they didn't know where you were. So I fed them and got some, we um, cleaned up the living room in the kitchen and the kids' rooms, and I went in to, to take a shower, and McKenna comes in. I mean, I'm in there washing my hair. McKenna comes in, pulls the shower curtain back, and says, is Daddy in here with you? <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, why? And she goes, I cannot find him anywhere. <laughs> and uh. But it was just funny that she thought to look in the shower for you. I just thought that was pretty funny. I think I was outside taking out the trash. Yeah, I don't know where something. you were, but um, she, she Oh, no, I was putting you. the wagon in the car. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay, I said, did you look in the office? She said, no. <laughs> well, that would be the first place I'd look. <laughs> I think so, she, yeah. But anyway, any, so anyway, funny. Stephanie wanted to get the house clean before we left so that we didn't come home to our dirty house after a very long day. At the park, which I it was totally understandable. So, in essence, w- you know, with my lack of help because of my distraction and everything else, we got a late start. Yes, we did. However, because of our late start, it was kind of good because we they gave us the opportunity to stay at the park the entire day. Right. Had we started earlier, we wouldn't have stayed as long. Right. We, we- would have pooped out a lot earlier than what we did. Right. And so, basically... By the time we got into the car, the kids were very much frustrated with each other. Stephanie had just bumped her head. She had like a... I didn't bump my head, baby. I knocked my brains out. She had had a severe concussion, blood coming out of her nose. Okay, there wasn't blood, but it hurt. I don't know who moved this chair back that far, and I did not slam my body down into the chair, but I must have sat down hard enough because I knocked my head right against... Yes, you did. Anyone who is watching us on that Ustream can see these little trays down here. Yep. I I knocked my brains out on it. It hurt so bad. I was so frustrated and angry. She, she was so short-tempered in the car, and it was not pretty. <laughs> and these kids were not going to stop talking and asking mom <laughs> questions. And I'm like, oh, gosh, I'm going to have to turn this car around. Yeah. We are not going to. We should just try as, this as a, a whole fact, we were, no, another day. We were, um, Brooklyn, uh, Ark in the, uh, chat room says Stephanie was just speaking my love language, trying to keep the house clean. She is an awesome woman. Thank you. Um, what? Oh, I was going to say that as, as a matter of fact, we were even still threatening to turn the car around as we were pulling off the exit. (laughs) We're like, look, we haven't paid for parking yet. We can still turn around. We were. I mean, it Which was. It, it was wasn't a, the entire time. I think we had only told them twice. Yeah. That that being the second time. Yeah. It, that if they didn't stop, we would turn around. Exactly. And and so while we have had issues in the past with our kids just repeatedly just ignoring our stuff and having we're we're gonna talk about eventually in parenting, uh, we're gonna talk about threatening. You know the the idea of using threats and not following through and consistency. So so we did not have an option, you know, an issue with that. It right. was it was basically we we had told them say, listen, we don't want to turn around. You're shaking your steps on. No, today. I'm I'm done with my steps for the day. So <laughs> anyway, anyway, 
what I was going to say is that, you know, we're, we don't want to give you the idea that we did a whole, you know, it, yeah, we if you don't stop, we're we, going to turn around and yeah, they we kept didn't going. Yeah, we did that on the whole way. We told them two yeah. times. One of the thing, in fact, one of the things <laughs> we'll, sh- we'll just share as a principal tip, you know, in the story and, and, and since we're on the topic is that, you know, one of the things you want to avoid is saying things you don't personally intend to follow through on. Exactly. So, for example, if I say to my children, say, listen, if you do not stop hitting your sister right now, if you hit your sister again, we will turn this car around and we will go home. We will not go to Kings Island today. And then if your child turns and hits their sister. By golly, that again, car better be turning around. That car better turn around and head all the way back home, even if you paid for parking. Because if it just cost you ten dollars to park to drive and, and an hour an hour long drive back home to make the lesson that you were serious, by golly, they're gonna remember. They will remember. I have left a cart full of groceries at the grocery store before because I made a <coughs> excuse me because I made a comment that I had to follow through with. Yes. So and as a parent, that teaches you to think before you speak. Do not say something. In haste that you will not follow through with. Yeah, do not ever do say. Do not tell them you were going to cut their ear off if they do that one more time. <laughs> yeah, and don't say, if you say another word, I am going to rip the, all the hair out of my head. Yeah, no, because then they just want to see you rip all the hair out of your head. I mean, really. But, you know, we make a joke of it, but how often do we say, you know, if you do that again, you won't get to watch that show tonight. And, right, and, and then, then there they sit watching the show exactly and so so that's that's a parenting tip that you know it it you just need to say realistic things you know Mm -hmm. and sometimes you need to make the stakes high sometimes the stakes need to be as high as you know what we've just driven 48 minutes to get to where we are right now but i don't care if you do not stop we will turn around and go home and and the more you're consistent with following through on each of those threats the more your consistency, the the more, the more they're going to understand that you say what you mean and you mean what you say. Exactly. And if you can't get that controlled, then this whole parenting thing, I think, is is undermined. Every single bit of it. And so with that, we... Anyway, so we made it. We did get there. And we had uh, we stopped on the way for lunch, but we got there... And we had an absolutely wonderful time. In fact, we got everybody out of the car. I opened up the trunk, pulled out the wagon, put the sides and the stuff on the wagon, and we loaded it up and started walking towards the park. Or before we started walking towards the park, I gave them a couple rules. Mm-hmm. I said, it is absolutely 100% required. There is no ifs, ands, or buts. You will have a good time today. <laughs> <laughs> You know, kind of just joking around, but right. just just said, you know what? Listen, let's forget about anything that we've said or done in the car. Let's from this point forward make it a point that we are going to have a great time and a great day today as a family. Right. And I was somewhat talking to myself and my uh, head concussion wife <laughs> as well. I was fine after I ate. Yeah. You have to admit, after I took yes. those Advil and and I ate lunch, because at that point it was. When we got our lunch, it was twelve thirty, and I hadn't eaten yet today, yet that day. And um, so anyway, once I ate and I took some Advil for my concussion, I still think I have a dent in my. <laughs> I swear, I have a permanent dent in my in my um, 
skull now, but uh, but yeah, we we were talking mostly to ourselves, and and we got in, and they love to watch the as you're walking into Kings Island. If you never, I mean, in, if you've been to any amusement park, I'm sure you can know as you're walking in, you can see rides, you know, mm-hmm. and um and as you're walking into Kings Island, you can see this one roller coaster that every time we go, our kids love to stop and watch. And they sit there and wonder why those crazy people get on those crazy rides. Sounds like McKenna's crying. Yeah. Um, She'll come to us. (laughs) She knows we're down here. Um, Or she'll look for us in the shower. Who knows? (laughs) But um, so so they stop and they look at that ride. And um, I rode that the one coaster that they were they were looking at. I had rode probably about three years ago. Four years ago, and with your brother PJ, who is a huge um, thrill seeker and and roller coaster rider, and uh, so I had ridden that with him, so I could tell him about it, you know. And we're watching them. I said, "Look, there they go. They're upside down again, and they're upside down again." And so they were just having fun and talking about why those crazy people ride those crazy rides. And um, so then we got in and. Wanted to go ride Scooby Doo, right? Because it's air conditioning, and we had already walked from the car <laughs> to the ride. <laughs> and we were hot. so yeah. The temperature yesterday was about ninety four degrees, yeah. which was fine because it wasn't too bad. The humidity was not so hot that you couldn't you couldn't breathe, which was really cool. But it was nice to go on a day that was a Friday when not everybody was in the park. So yeah, the, it wasn't very packed at all. Exactly. And uh, but we did we we got onto the Scooby Doo ride, which is a ride that my son has always been a scare terrified has of. been terrified of prior to this time. But now you get in your mini mystery machine and you go through the haunted little ride and you you shoot the shoot the bad guys and get points and well you don't shoot at them it's like this laser beam you that shoot the targets shoot the targets and uh, but yeah he's always been terrified of that because you know it makes the the ghostly noises and. But now it's like his favorite ride. Yeah, it's his favorite ride, which is really cool to to have him to make that transition. And as you said before, uh, McKenna, for the first time, was actually uh, tall enough to start, you know, basically getting on some of the bigger rides. So she got onto these swings, which was everything was in Nickelodeon's kids or Nick kids and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Nick Junior stuff, and so they had the backyardigan slide uh, or not swings, which was she totally she loves loved the them. swing, yeah. And that was neat to I see her to on the swings that, with that her brother because that was the first ride that she rode um, by herself. And so I put her on and um, you know buckled her in the swing, and I'm standing there thinking, okay, I'm leaving my baby on this this mechanical machine that could break down at any moment. And and I remember feeling the same way when I buckled Matt into those swings for the first time. And uh, and I, I was telling her, I said, sit really still and hold on tight and don't let go and don't wiggle. And I'm just like, just let her be. And the, the ride starts and she's just having such a good time. And, you know, she's doing that where um, because it, they're spinning in a circle. So she's doing that where she's looking back to see you. And then by the time she gets back around, you know, it, it was just um, she was just having so much fun and, and taking it all in. Right. And so there was concern of whether or not she'd be tall enough. We took this great picture, which is on, I think it's at flickr.com slash GSPN. Uh, and you can check it out. It, you have to kind of 
the thumb back through some pictures, but you can see her standing in front of the swings with seeing if she's tall enough. And she was, but she was just slightly over it. When you look at it from the perspective Mm -hmm. of these little measuring sticks they have. And Stephanie said that the second time she went on the swings, (laughs) it was was so cute because uh, it was a different attendant at the gate and, and they measure every child who comes through the gate. And, um, so the, it, it was just a teenager goes to put the the stick up and and measure her height and she looks at the she looks at the boy and she says i tall enough i rode this already <laughs> which you got to understand she's 3 years old yeah. and and she speaks that adorable 3 year old little girl speak which was really cute it was it was adorable it yeah. really was and so we got to see them ride a bunch of rides which was you know i know that you pointed out already that some of the times where they were like each saying i want to go this and i want to go do that and i want to go but for the most part from what i saw and you can tell me if i'm wrong but for the most part there were many times with when all three of our children got on rides together uh, and enjoyed each other and and was really unselfish in in waiting most of the for the day that was the case waiting yes. for that and that was what i really enjoyed yes. you know especially megan was having a hard time because um we're, we're to that point this year where megan's too big to ride a lot of of the rides that mckenna is just now big enough to ride and so um we were having a hard time i was having a hard time with her in that aspect but she did do really well about waiting her turn and yeah and so it was really cute. And taking McKenna on, I mean, the rides that you and I were too big mm-hmm. to ride with McKenna on, but um, Megan rode with her right. so that she could ride. And and what was what was neat about this was seeing the unity that this little trip did. It was it was neat to see us function as a team, and and to see the kids, you know, riding with one another, taking care of each other. That was a lot of fun. And then, of course, we went over to the water park area mm-hmm. of Kings Island. And we went swimming for a while. We went swimming. We went into this wave pool. McKenna went down her very first water slide. I wish I had a picture of her face. <clears throat> I do. This water slide was not huge. But let's but just put it this was way. It probably too big for her. It was just slightly too big for McKenna because she didn't. She would not sit there and cross her legs and lay back. Instead, she tried to sit up and go scoot down with both legs kind of apart in front of each other. And well, she got around one of the curves and it turned her around sideways. And she's then all of a sudden she was coming down head first, yes. laying on her back. She was. And she was flipping out. And Steph, of course, you know, we would have never let her go down that unless we thought she was going to be OK. And I knew that Stephanie was at the bottom to catch her. Right. And so Stephanie caught her right before it drops her into the quote unquote well, no, little she pool. She made it into the pool of water. Right. And I pulled her up out of that. Right. But uh, but she was so terrified. But then after <laughs> yeah. like two hours later, she wanted to go back on it. Yeah. She was like, she's a she's a little three year old. She is not afraid seeker. of anything. She is not afraid of it anything. It is nothing like the first time we took Megan. Yeah. You know, because Megan, um, Megan wasn't as. Megan was a little bit more um, concerned about her well-being. Yeah. <laughs> Where McKenna is a little bit more careless and free-spirited and will just try anything. Yeah. So. It was it was very interesting to see her just take to all of those things and, and just really enjoy the fullness of everything that, that there was to offer. Mm-hmm. And, and that was a lot of fun. And then we, the I think the best part about the water park was just the lazy the river. The lazy river. 
we all had is, fun in the lazy room. Yeah, this was this was just a fun time had by all, and it's it's where you can just sit in the heat of the day in this little uh, rotating waiting pool on a on a big old on inner big tube. Inner tube. And so much fun. It is the, like it is the most coolest thing you could ever yeah. do. And that was a lot of fun. Everybody Summer, enjoyed that. We went around that too twice. And um, the first time we went around it, I was next to this teenage couple who were all lovey-dovey. And I'm, I could not get away from them. Like, I kept trying to let them go past me. and mm-hmm. But it, I guess it was just destined that I was supposed to. I was, like, stuck next to them. Yeah, I could not get away from them. And, they, I mean, they weren't doing anything wrong. They, I, they were just, you know teenagers yeah they they had a little P, they had a little pda happening there yeah. a little public display of affection they did. but uh you could you could just tell that they they <laughs> they were they were in love they were experiencing the phenomenon of the in love experience yeah so um anyway that was that was interesting and we left that and then we went back over to the rides area, did some more rides. We had Got lunch, dinner. we had dinner, we had uh, w- something that is my favorite, and that is teenager here. Not, I'm not <laughs> showing any PDA though. <laughs> That's okay. So, um, anyway, my, my, one of my favorite things to do at Kings Island because I've always gone to Kings Island and they've always had La Rosa's Pizza there. Yes. And they and and La Rosa's pizza tastes different at the park than it does in a La Rosa's restaurant. It all tastes the same. Yeah. Yeah. And so we had La Rosa's pizza, which was totally it's because it's worse in the park. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but we had we had um, we had dinner next mm-hmm. to the waterfalls. It was again for me. I I just it it's just, all about nostalgia it, with Cliff. That's exactly it. It is kind of it just brought me back to the place when I was a kid, and Kings Island was always one of the most enjoyable places to go. You know, looked forward to it. I remember the night before we were supposed to go to Kings Island. You know, I just could not sleep that night, and it like seemed like four weeks before the next day would ever come, mm-hmm. and uh, it was just yeah. So for me, it, it was nostalgia, and See, I think I went one time as a kid. It, it wasn't a big deal for me. Yeah. It's still not a big deal for me, you know. Mm-hmm. I had fun watching my my children enjoy it, but um you know, I'm not a big I'm not a big ride rider. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't do as much for me as as it does for other people. So anyway, I have no nostalgia reasons to to go there. So we just play into yours when we do. I gotcha. And it gives the kids something fun to do. And mm-hmm. and hope and I think that probably because the kids are going when they are kids and they've had this has been a part of their lives every year that this will be something when they get older it will be a nostalgia for them yes remember that year that mom bumped her head oh my goodness probably (laughs) i'm sure they'll remember so um anyway we we just enjoyed a bunch more rides and just had a lot of fun there and we ended the evening with going on the train ride and another nostalgia for cliff another nostalgia (laughs) And they have this old steam engine there, and Matthew and I chose to sit way up in the front, and Stephanie and the girls finally came up and joined us. Well, we were in the back. Megan was brooding about how loud it was going to be if we sat up in the front, and she just didn't want to do it. And I said, well, I knew it was getting to the end of the evening, and um, she she was, I mean, she was not dis, you know, um, disbehaving or, or or disobeying. She was just tired and, and frustrated, and at that point, I was just choosing a battle that, you know, mm-hmm. I, I didn't want 
to go into. But um, she ended up coming around and we joined you up front. And yep. And I had already talked to the conductor. <laughs> and probably helped that there was a bug in the seat she wanted to sit in <laughs> and it wouldn't fly away. <laughs> and I, I had talked to the conductor. Matt and I had, were talking to the conductor as they were filling up the steam engine with water, which was very fun to see. And after the the train ride, they said, if you want to come up, you can take a look at the engine. And I'm talking, we're, we're not talking about like a small little train. This right. is a major, major uh, steam engine mm-hmm. and a, a very large train. And this was just a lot of fun. And we went up there and it was enjoyable to see that. And I got to see the big, gigantic propane tanks and and uh, the big fiery furnace that fired up all the steam it was, it was fun it was cool. a lot of fun for me but i think matthew also really yeah. enjoyed it i i didn't get to see that because while we were on the train now the train was the very last thing of the day and i don't even think it took off until i don't even think we the train ride started until like 10 till 10 yeah. the park closes at 10 o'clock as a matter of fact we saw the closing fireworks while we were on the train but um so we were on the train and um McKenna curled her head up into my side and fell asleep while we were on the train. So I thought, well, that, you know, that's fine. I thought for sure that as soon as I moved her, when, when the ride was over, that she would wake up, but she didn't, she stayed sound asleep. So, um, you guys looked in the steam. I would have loved to have seen it, but I couldn't get in there, mm-hmm. you know, holding her. There just was, I could barely get off of the train and you had already left and I really needed help to like on the step oh, down. I but, didn't know that. Well, I made it. So I'm all right, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, just as, just as a, just as a warning, you know, check on your wife and your kids before <laughs> you run off to see the steam engine. <laughs> so, oh, um, so she, she, uh, was just sound asleep and we finished watching the, the fireworks. We watched the finale after we got off the train and got the wagon and laid out our towels from swimming in the bottom of the wagon. And I thought, okay, well, when I lay her down and this wagon starts moving, she's going to wake up. Just, she just is. And she didn't. She was sound asleep. She whimpered a little bit in the car on the way home because her neck was probably so stiff from, you know, yep. doing the whole car seat head bob thing. But uh, that kid was just out cold. Yes, she was. It was, it was adorable to see her laying in the... In the wagon asleep. Yep, yep. It was really cute. And so uh, it was It was, It was. was a great day and a lot of fun and an enjoyable family experience. And it, and it was one that I... I forgot am, to apply sunscreen. Yes, you did. So Stephanie's <laughs> got a little burn on her. Which you're the only one that really got a significant burn uh, at all. So um, that's... That's because since I did my marathon, uh-huh. I burn all the time. Do you? Mm-hmm. Okay. So... Um, but anyway, I, I just want to say it was a, it was I was it was a day well spent. Yes, and it 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 just shows that things have really changed for me personally, and uh, that is really good. I think mm-hmm. is that you know I'm able to come to the point now where I can do that. You know that it's not been something I've been able to do all the time. So with that. What else do you want to share? Anything from the from the day? Any like end thoughts? It was it was an incredible day, and I was so glad to get into bed last night. The one thing that I I pick up from this, and and you know this is something I I think that I would love to figure out some way to have 
the kind of day that we had yesterday mm-hmm. without it costing so much money. Well, I think we did when we went to the art museum a couple of weeks ago. You think that was an equally as good day? As good of a day? I do. Okay. As far as the family bonding and stuff that we did, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Cool. So so let's talk about that real quick. Because um, in okay. essence, what happened is my, my mom and dad had given us a couple hundred dollars f- to pay for yesterday. Right. Um, and, and that was very nice. It was a gift from it, them to us. It was a gift us. from them to us because we were not going on a on a Grange-sponsored vacation this summer. And um, they were feeling bad that, that the kids were going to miss out on that. Um, because honestly, our kids have not missed out on a vacation their entire lives. Yeah. And um, so it was a gift from them for us to take the kids to Kings Island. And we did that. Yeah. Which was the entire day yesterday was about $300. Yep. When it, you speak about admission and then, mm-hmm. you know, eating and eating and drinks yeah. to stay hydrated was yeah. $3 and 50 cents per bottle for Powerade. Exactly. Ooh-wee. <laughs> that anyway. was the best drink I've ever had. <laughs> I'll tell you what though. It, it was good that we it had worked. Them. Yeah. yeah. But, um, so, so anyway, um, so a couple of weeks ago, yes, we needed a family activity. And um, we had decided that we were going to go to the art museum and it fell through a couple of times. But we decided, um, well, you had had the idea to have a scavenger hunt and that um, you took the time you went on, you went on Cincinnati Art Museum's website and found some of their pieces that they have on there. Did they yes. list all of their pieces? No, on the, there? not all their pieces are listed there, okay. but they do list, they have, um, if you go to the the site, uh, and click on collection. They have a couple select pieces from each of the different uh, sections from the okay. museum. And so, so we chose sev- we sh- like twenty. Twenty of them. And then, um, in the car on the way there. Uh, well, first of all, I took the pictures and mm-hmm. I put them in and made a, a graphic image or a page mm-hmm. with all the images with all on 20 it. Twenty images. So on that it. on one sheet of paper you had all twenty images, and right. we printed them off in black and white. And then okay. what? And then, um. On the way to the museum, the kids studied the paper so that they they knew all of the items that they were looking for. And uh, on the way over there, um, Cliff's younger brother, um, PJ, actually works at the museum as a security guard. So on the way over, Megan says, can I add PJ to the list? Can he be number 21? And we said yes, but knowing that, you know, he might not be working today. So we go in and... Um, Make sure everybody goes to the bathroom, of course, because anyone with small children knows that that's the first activity of any activity. <laughs> no doubt. And um, and then we, we got started, and we found almost all of our pieces. But right before we were ready to leave, we were just about fin- or We had decided, you had decided, well, we, we've seen the whole museum. Let's just go downstairs to the kids' area. And uh, as... As we were getting ready to turn around, Megan said, no, we haven't gone down here yet. And we go down this one hallway, and you said, yes, we have. And I said, I looked at you, and you kind of said, well, no, we haven't gone down here yet. And we found two more of the pieces that were on our list, plus PJ. Yes, we did. (laughs) And uh, as soon as Megan turned the corner and saw PJ, she's like, see, I told you we haven't been down here yet. um, (laughs) Got all excited. But um, that day was a lot of fun, and I would say that that day was just as as fun as yesterday was. Yeah. I guess maybe what's different for me was the nostalgic piece of yesterday yeah. that probably made it different for me. Cuz without the 
without that scavenger hunt, so I don't really enjoy the art museum. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not I'm not really into it. Right. But that made it fun. We were all working for a common purpose. Um, you know, I don't like to just go there and look at all the pieces. Right. But if there we had a purpose and we were there to, to do something. There was something fun. It was an adventure and a game yeah, and, and it was. So and we very saw cool. All this. When we come in when you come in, um, you know, you've got the big open area where um, there's a little gift shop and oh yes, and the um, you know, the desk where the help desk or whatever it's called, and um, they had a, a motorcycle on display and a little side and it had a sidecar on it and um, so the first time we go through this corridor where where this motorcycle was. Our son saw that. Mm-hmm. And then we go through the whole museum. We find a couple of items on our list. And we come back into the um, the foyer area. And we're going to head upstairs. But we have to go back through that corridor to get to the elevator. And this time we go through this corridor. Our son turns his attention to the opposite wall. Where the motorcycle is not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Instead, there is this gigantic portrait gigantic portrait of this bright colored half of a woman's face it wasn't even all of her face okay and her breast and these huge huge breasts and my son's eyes about popped out of his head and he actually he stands there he's like Whoa. <laughs> I was so hoping that he would make it through there without wow. having seen that picture, but poor kid's scarred for life now. <laughs> there was no way he could do it. Oh, but, man. Uh, it, it just his reaction yeah. that first time that he saw that was hilarious. Yeah. Isn't so then he knew it was there, and then every time he passed, he was looking at it. He was he, he the motorcycle. He, he lost all interest in the motorcycle. He did, just uh, like a boy. Goodness gracious. Anyway, um, it, his expression the first time he saw it was priceless. Though. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of took him by surprise. <laughs> and then when we were in the section with the African um, art, Megan took notice to the fact that all of the sculptures have oddly shaped breasts and that um, there were several other pictures throughout the um, through the museum that had um, naked women on them and Megan's like why are artists obsessed with breasts no doubt (laughs) our eight-year-old just kept saying that out loud yep out loud as we're walking through the museum and I'm like shh (laughs) gotta be quiet you're like in the library (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, anyway, so so but that was a so that was a good day. That was a good family day, good bonding day, and the cost of that experience was, was absolutely no nothing. Doubt, well, the the guest to get just there, the guest to get there exactly. But yeah, because the museum is right is uh, free of charge. Right. So what we need to do is realize that sometimes you just need to splurge, and yep. if you have the ability to do so, don't ever be you know. Uh, Fru- be more frugal with your money and and, and don't just uh, go into squander debt. Squander it. Yeah, don't squander all your... Be good stewards So is what I'm trying to get at. And I'm just... It's too late to get there, I guess. I Obviously. <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, the, the, it just goes to show you, I guess, if anything, this if, if I had to think of, is there a point to this episode? It is the fact that sometimes you just need to take a day off and spend some time with your family. 
and and you need to do that probably more often than you already do. Absolutely. And sometimes that is is uh, you know it, it can be as or you know as as um, all planned out as going to an amusement park, spending the day there, and you know having to have saved up quite a significant significant. Uh, Forget it. Significant. Yes, thank amount you. Amount of money. Amount of money, or having your parents uh, generously uh, contribute to a little mini vacation fund. Yeah. Or you know, just a thing to do, which is really cool. Or just realize that you can try and find creative ways. And if you guys have some creative ideas of things that don't cost any money, uh, I know one thing that would cost money initially, but then again, with the new GPS capability of the iPhone, I'm thinking it wouldn't cost anything additional. That is geocaching, Stephanie. What? Geocaching. It's You've that, mentioned that to me before. I have no idea what that is. Well, it, it's basically a scavenger. And the fact that it has geo in front of it makes me like not interested. It just means <laughs> earth. You know? I know. So basically, it's I know. It's, it's searching for, it's a scavenger it's, you hunt. You told me that it's a scavenger hunt. But there, and that you wanted to take it like all over the, you wanted to take these great trips and. Yeah. So anyway, but but the the thing is, is that um, I'm sorry, I'm distracted. The, of course, the cost there would be gas, but uh, sometimes they have geocaching in cities, and so we might be able to do something there. But anyway, uh, if you guys have an idea of anything that we could do as a family that is low cost and exciting and fun and is good for bonding the family, would you do me a favor and please do us a favor and call us on our listener line? At area code 859-795-4067. Again, the number is area code 859-795-4067. And with that, um, we do have two different uh, things that I want to share with you. One, Stephanie's reading an uh, email right now from Daryl, who happens to be from Mardell. Uh, Mardell.com, our sponsor for this podcast. And before we read that, I just want to say thank you to Mardell.com, M-A-R-D-E-L.com. It is because of them that we're able to bring to you this podcast on a weekly basis. And uh, in fact, I have an email here, uh, or not an email, but um, I saw a Twitter message from A.L. Pearson, Amy Pearson from the GSPN.TV community. You can follow her on Twitter at uh, twitter.com slash A.L. Pearson. Or actually, it's A.L. Pearson, 1978. Mm-hmm. Very good. She said uh, this was, she put this out as a Twitter message. She says, just ordered three books from Mardell.com using checkout code GSPN. And so That's with awesome. that, Amy, I just want to say thank you for doing that. We have to place our own order. Yes, we do. For creative correction. <laughs> we do. <laughs> because it's not due back at the library. <laughs> it is. And some and we would check it right back out except for the problem. It has a hold on it. It has a hold on Somebody it. Somebody else so has placed a request. We on will it. be placing an order from Mardell.com and I also will be using promo code GSPN in the shopping cart to get ten percent off, which I think is totally awesome. So we're gonna do that and we say thank you to Mardell. And Daryl's uh, message to us was Incredible. Anyway, here it is. Go ahead. (laughs) This is Cliff. I'm here at the Christian Booksellers Convention, and I just met Dr. Chapman. I told him about your podcast and how it was changing lives and marriages. He was very humbled and glad to hear it. I got an autographed audio copy of the Five Love Languages. Um, I'll get, when I get back, I'll send it to you so you can give it to a listener. 
Exactly. And just so you know, um, he followed up and he said when he got home, he realized it was the heart of the five love languages, okay. which is an abbreviated version, version of the books, right. which I think might even be better for somebody that's a listener to, to just introduce somebody to the concept right. of the five love languages. So, Stephanie, with that, we pulled it off. We did it. We did it. We did an episode. Life unscripted, my friends. And uh, you know what? We you, we want your feedback. We don't plan on doing this every week. Trust me. Our goal is to read some materials and to, to bring with you. yes to share insights of things that we're learning as a family. And so that's going to be the the format. But we want to know: Did we disappoint you with this episode, or was it inspiring? Let us know. Feedback at gspn.tv.